What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sit Down with Sid podcast. This is episode number 31. Our guest today is a dad and host of the Cancer Dad podcast. In 2013, his family had a moment that turned their world upside down. One of their sons, Nayland, was diagnosed with cancer. They have watched him beat one cancer only to be diagnosed with another. Their family has been in the trenches of this battle for several years now, still standing and still fighting. This world is one that many don't understand what really goes on, the effects it has on everyone involved, and just the reality of nightmare that families live in the whole time. That being said, it is an honor for me to have Jason Pickle today on this podcast. Hi, Jason. How's it going? Hey, Sid. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Uh, so, Jason, before we kind of uh, dive into the podcast, would you mind unpacking to our audience a little bit about your about yourself, your background? Sure. I was born in Middle Tennessee, um, spent most of my childhood there, and then we eventually moved to East Tennessee, where I've been for the last approximately about 25 years. I uh, am married, have four kids, and basically I just graduated high school, and right out of high school, I went to into law enforcement, where I had approximately a 19-year career, just recently oh, wow. got out of it. I recently just got out of it about a year, year and a half ago. But other than that, just a basic normal guy that does normal things like sports and just gets by the best he can. That's perfect. So uh, I want to talk about before we kind of, you know, talk about what happened with your family. Uh, I'm going to talk about your podcast, which is named Cancer Dad Podcast. So what inspired you to come up with those podcasts and why did you choose this name specifically? Well, I've done podcasts in the past. They were short-lived each time and it was just something that I enjoyed. I've always enjoyed listening to podcasts and I just like learning and being able to hear people's stories. And the more that we went through with what we've been going through with our child, it just seemed like I wanted to do something and I wanted to share our his story somehow. And I just came to the conclusion that podcasting was the way to go and a way to share his story, plus include my thoughts and our family's thoughts and our other families. Great. So, so Jason, take us back to 2013 when, when you guys found out that one of your son uh, was diagnosed with cancer. What was happening to Nayland? Um, that you guys realized that he needed to see a doctor to begin with? Well, actually, the way it went, it was actually, I guess you could say by luck or by the grace of God that we'd come across it in a sense, because originally, before we found out he had cancer, Neilan had a seizure one night and was rushed to the ER. And on follow-up with his regular doctor, she recommended him have some scans just to be better safe than sorry nobody expected to find anything you know this was one of those deals just to cover the bases and those scans is what end up leading to find out that he had brain cancer medulloblastoma well so what stage was that on like when when the scan was done uh it it, it really wasn't broken into a stage at that time it was just they knew that they'd saw the tumor the mass and they knew they had they went in to get it try to remove as much as they can and then of course he would 
be followed up with several cycles of chemo treatment. So Jason, I mean, I mean, um, it's very, it's a very tough question, but I have to ask you this, like, what, like, was your world like? I mean, you and your wife are sitting there in the hospital and the doctor comes and like gives you this news, you know? Right. It was, it happened very fast and it seems to be the common theme when it comes to everything that has gone on with this journey is you really didn't have time to process much. We went from the seizure, the ER, doctor visit, scan, and then we're having a meeting with, you know, the doctor let us know that your son has a tumor on his brain has and, and diagnosed medulloblastoma. And shortly after that, we're jumping into him having surgery and him going in trying to remove it. So it all happened pretty fast. It was, I think you basically at that time, you're just kind of numb to it. Didn't really have time to react because everything was coming at you so quick. Wow. So, so, I mean, what these treatments were prescribed by the doctors in the initial stages and, and did your son, was your son able to cope up with e, like at ease? Uh, he, the treatments were, I mean, it was basically after the surgery, it was a several variety of chemo treatments. And for the most part, I mean, he had his ba the basic side effects that eventually happened, the sickness and the hair loss and things like mm -hmm. that. But mm -hmm. he was only three years old at the time. So he, I guess you could say he understood it as well as a three-year-old couldn't understand it. But like till date, have you ever told him like, this is what you had, what you went through or? Oh yeah. Yeah. We've definitely had discussions now because he's still going through treatments and such. And he's 11 years old now. So he has a very good grasp on it now of what he's been going through and what he's currently going through. So let me ask you, uh, I know, I mean, uh, even in the intro, I said that you, you watched him beat this cancer only beat to be diagnosed with another one. So give us a time span of like, how long did it take for him to get treated for the brain cancer? When was he clear and, and so forth? From the time of diagnosis, he dealt with that one for about two and a half years, roughly. Wow. Uh, from 2013 to, I think it was the early stages of 2015 is when they put him in remission. And then approximately about a year later is when he was diagnosed with leukemia. It was basically caused because of the treatments that were given to him before the previous cancer is what caused it. Okay. And then, and then how has this, uh, so is he cancer free now? That's my question. No, he's not. Uh, he's been since that point, he has battled. He's went through a couple of relapses, three or four relapses and continues taking it on the day as we, go through treatments and just trying to find something. So, so, I mean, let me ask you now, how, how optimistic are the doctors in terms of him being cancer free down the line? Uh, well, <laughs> I guess to give you kind of preview of future episodes for my podcast, it was, we're basically in a stage now where there's nothing out there. Really? Just a matter, yeah, just a matter of keeping a lid on it, so to say, for as long as we can. Wow. So, I mean, 
tell our audience a little bit about like how did this whole experience uh, impact living with yourself, your habits, relationship with family and friends? I mean, it definitely changed everything. Our family has been impacted and it, as many families can relate, it impacts you in many different areas, many different levels of your life. There's no longer what you consider normal is no longer the normal. And you go through a lot of different changes, whether it be mm -hmm. yourself or with friends and other family members and just life in general, because there, there's so much you have to adapt to, you have to, you have to make the changes. And some people that, you know, were friends and family at the beginning, they didn't really understand that. So it's been, I mean, there's been a few that's not been able to adjust and not understand mm -hmm. why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, it's no longer the typical life of we can't just run out and do whatever we want or go places where we want to go or go to gatherings and things like that. You just have to, it's a little bit different. You have, there's a lot more to consider now when you're going through something like this. That is absolutely true. So, so, I mean, going through all of this yourself and your wife, were, were there times like you felt like giving up and like, you know, it was really hard for you guys to kind of battle this whole thing? I don't think we've ever reached a point where we felt like giving up, but it's definitely been several times where you just, you don't know. I mean, you kind of feel like you're going to, there's nothing out there. To, you know, it's never going to turn around and, I like to say that I think our faith has got weak in it, you know, and it, mm -hmm. it's probably gotten weak and probably lost our faith at times, but we've never gave up the hope. That's amazing. Uh, so, so Jason, talk us a little bit about your podcast. I'm, I'm curious to know uh, what year did you start it? Uh, what is the message you're trying to send to the people with your podcast? And, and tell us more about like the kind of guests you have and like, Take, take us into your podcast from here on. Okay. You know? Yeah, I started the podcast. It's probably just over a year ago now, actually. Um, and what people will find is when they look at my episodes and on my website and things like that, it don't look like a year's work. And the reason because is when I first started this podcast, I got into about five or six episodes in and I was finding it hard to, for myself, to tell a story that was still writing itself mm -hmm. and dealing with all the emotions and, you know, thoughts of the past and stuff. So I eventually just quit doing it for a while and I just picked it back up just a couple months ago. And it's something that I hope my hope is no matter if I'm doing it one year, two years, 10 years, my only hope is that through our stories and other family stories, it provides help to those families that are going through it and through the battle of the world of childhood cancer and bring awareness to those that maybe not know because it's something that needs to be more aware of. There's, if you see on social media, I mean, there's people all the time talking about it when it comes to what our country and the research is actually doing for our children. And mm -hmm. there's not much there. So, I'm just hoping through our stories that it brings more awareness that there needs to be more done for them because they're our future. I mean, they're, we, they should be, there should be more priority with our kids when it comes to this, because 
if they if we don't have them, what do we got in the future? And it was it's that's the main purpose of my podcast, just to bring that hope and help. And right now it's a solo podcast. I'm telling our mm-hmm. story, our our son's story. I'm actually in the next month or so going to be switching over to where I bring in other families to tell their story mm-hmm. as well. So it'll be, I think it's going to be really good to see different perspectives. For the most part, I focus on the dad side, hence the mm-hmm. name Can- Cancer Dad Podcast. And mm-hmm. they, but there will be times where it won't just be dads. I plan on, you know, having nurses and maybe even doctors that our child has had and things like that, just to bring all the perspective of what it's like to really live in this world of childhood cancer. So does the community out there know that you are involved in this venture and like um, looking forward to like having people on board share their stories? Yeah, there's, there's been, there's been a lot of support for it. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me and especially really? locally. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's been, and there's been several that have sent me messages and talking about how they enjoy it. And, even people that have been following along our whole journey have reached out and they've heard episodes and they knew of what happened during that time, but they really didn't know, you know, the details. So it was good for them to hear that. And, and I, as far as I know, I've had several tell me, you know, that it's, it's helped them, which is the purpose of it in the first place. So let me ask you, Jason, as a father, do you think the U S Uh, medical field is not up to par when it comes to cancer treatments. I don't, I don't know necessarily if it's the, I guess the medical field, as far as the people within it that's doing the work. I just think, I mean, right now it's a well, I want to know about the resources, that, you know, like, like yeah, as a resource. father, you know, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think, I think it could be better. Okay. Uh, I think a lot of it could be better. And, but for the most part, as far as our personal experiences with the medical field and with the hospitals here, we couldn't ask for better, but resources and everything they've done to help our family. And we know they're doing everything they can mm-hmm. for our child, but I think they only can do so much because their hands are tied on the, higher levels of where it comes from. Got it. Uh, Jason, would you mind telling us like a day in your life recently, like with, with Neil and like, how does your day look like? How many times a week does he go for treatment and, and so forth? Uh, right now, currently he goes at least twice a week mm-hmm. for treatment. Um, like pri- or presently the days there's pretty much this, we're at the house, you know, we're not, there's not much going on. He's just not able to watching TV. A good day is all our, our, all our family sitting on the couch, watching a movie and having dinner, you know, and just okay. hanging out. That's okay. pretty much where we're, that's pretty much where we're at right now. Okay. So, 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 I mean, uh, tell me, how do you keep yourself so, so strong? I mean, you know, this is yours. And I'm also talking on behalf of your wife, because right. it's, it's a team effort from you and your wife uh, to keep this thing going. Uh, what keeps you going? You know, I would say our child. And I'm, what I mean by that is he probably don't realize as how many times that he has gave us more strength 
and gave us a better attitude because how he handles everything. And my wife, she, as you said, it's a team effort, but I'll be the first to admit when it comes to everything we deal with with him, I mean, she's the, she's the rock star on that one. She does, I would be lost on numerous things when it comes to the medical side and keeping everything together. It wasn't for her. Uh, we just, I mean, people say, you know, we're strong and they tell other families they're strong. And we know it's a, you know, it's somebody trying to pay us a compliment, so to say, but it's, it's something that I don't feel is any different than any parent would do in this situation. It's not that we're strong necessarily or wanting to be strong as we have no choice. Just like any other parent that goes through this, you have no choice, but to keep going. I mean, that's your child that's fighting and you have to fight with them. So there's, there's no option of giving up until there's nothing left. Well, that's, I mean, that's an impeccable answer. And that is absolutely true. You know, uh, as you said, fighting for your child, you have to fight as parents. So, so Jason, I want to, I want to ask you, uh, like if there was a message you wanted to, uh, before, before that, I want to ask, you know, where is your podcast available? So we can put that description in the in the video description below you know put the link so my podcast you can check out my website which is cancerdadpodcast.com there you'll find everything you need to know about the podcast all the previous episodes and information on myself and nonprofit organizations it has just about anything you can think of when it comes to childhood cancer but i'm also found on all, um, apple podcasts spotify good pods uh Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think of where podcasts are hosted, you can find Cancer Dad Podcast. Perfect. So, Jason, I want to ask one last question is about the nonprofit organizations. I did check on your website. You have a few of them. Now, how do you collaborate with them? Or, I mean, I'm sure you must need their permission to have them listed on the site, correct? Right. Right. Yes, I've talked to most of those that are on my website are local. There's a mm -hmm. few that's not, and I've actually had to reach out. And I've had I've had one or two actually reach out to me and send me an email, just want to you know want to know if I'd be interested. And I don't get anything from it. And I tell them all this: it's nothing for me. It's just another outlet for me to try to help people that are trying to help these children and families within this world. And so I just they've reached out, and I've talked to all of them. And the way I go about it is I have a audio ad schedule once a week because my episodes are once a week and I just rotate them in and out. That's amazing. Uh, Jason, as, as a closing statement from your end, um, what message would you like to give to the audience watching this podcast, to the parents out there, to the kids as well? Take it away from here. I would just like to say that for those that are going through the battles and that live within this world of childhood cancer, just always know you're not alone and that all you can do is the best you can. That's one thing that we have learned over the years. If you do the best you can, that's all you can ask for. And that's in your, that's all you can ask out of your child, but just learn to breathe, take a moment every so often. And when the time comes, if you need to cry, cry. If you need to yell, yell. If you need to throw things, throw things. Whatever you need to do, it's okay. 
don't make you a bad parent and don't make you a bad person because that's what happens within this world and it's okay to be like that and for those that maybe don't know what it's like to live within the world of childhood cancer that's okay too because there's a lot of people that struggle with our support group our friends and our family members that don't know what to do they don't know how to help and it's understandable because you're not you're not the one going through it and this is definitely something to really get a good grasp on what we deal with you really have to be the person that's going through it but just knowing that you are there for your friend and family that might be going through it is invaluable they may never ask you for anything they may never want you to do anything but just knowing that they can means more than you'll ever know so don't ever think you're never doing anything or that you're not doing enough and other than that just my message that i give on my podcast episodes every time and i would like to give it here no matter what you're going through i challenge my listeners to be a difference in someone else's life because we we don't know what each of us deal with on a daily basis and it's mm-hmm. something that we also don't know how far far a small gesture could go that small gesture could come at the right time for that person when they needed it the most and i've also feel i've also seen firsthand no matter what i'm going through helping others gives you a sense of peace no matter what you're dealing with so i challenge each and every one listening now to do that be a difference in someone else's life very inspiring jason i mean a very humbling experience to have you on the podcast uh, jason listen i i don't want to take too much of your time um uh, i want to thank you very much once again for giving us this opportunity to have you here and share about your world you know which is very important as you say it's all about awareness, getting the word out right um if there is something we can do for you please do not hesitate to reach out to us anytime and uh you know uh from us we want to wish your son uh good health fast recovery and we pray that he will be cancer free and uh you will come out of this on top you know i greatly appreciate it and i thank you for having me on and giving me the opportunity to talk about it and spread some awareness thank you so much jason we are here for you if you ever need us thank you thank you have a good day bye bye you take bye bye